grandson, I gave him a harmonica for Christmas. Oh, yeah. And our <laughs> Were you trying to torture Easter? your daughter? <laughs> yes. Yes. Hey, welcome to a new week here at Press Church. Here again with Pastor Jason, Pastor CR, and myself, Sean Lee, and digging into yet another topic to talk through this week. Uh, before we get in, make sure you like and subscribe, mm. share, do all that fun stuff. Uh, Make sure you're up to date on everything we're doing. So, all right, guys, uh, questions or not really questions, but today we're going to be talking about uh, it's kind of a three prong element to our mission statement. So we talk a lot about making a difference in this community. Um, in our mission statement, we, we kind of add an, an addendum to that, which is by pursuing Christ, by communing with believers and by influencing unbelievers. And so kind of want to talk through those three prongs a little bit today, how we got to them. It was actually funny in talking through this this morning, we we went back and started uh, reminiscing working, reminiscing <laughs> of the early days right. of being in CR's basement. <laughs> the early days <laughs> being two years, two years ago. <laughs> almost, it's almost two years ago. Um, we were, yeah, in CR's A few basement. months shy of yeah, two years. Uh, I think, yeah, just about two years ago, just came up with the name press, uh, started getting everything going. But I remember we had a bunch of whiteboards up and we're just working through like... I mean, that's typical of what, my basement. Well, right. yeah, you're just going to see lots of whiteboards <laughs> yeah, right. everywhere. <laughs> see our uh, my perfect room would be a giant whiteboard <laughs> just, yeah, where so I could just, you know, <laughs> that, go That's off what we need to do. We need to work that into when, the... If we ever get an office the, for CR. Planning much... <laughs> It will be nothing but whiteboard. Even the desk will be a whiteboard. <laughs> you know what the worst part is? I write stuff all over it, and then I don't go back to it. No. It's just like I'm externally processing it's how CR process scribbling, and you don't want to even try and read no. what I'm no. writing. I mean, it, we take pictures occasionally just to try to remember, but it's really pointless. <laughs> <laughs> what was uh, – there was a movie um, – uh, the uh, I, why can't I think of it? Um, a something mind, uh, a beautiful mind, a beautiful mind. Yes, yes. where oh, and he's yes. writing on. Writing it's been on years since I watched that, yeah. but yeah, he goes into this madness. Yes. Right? So CR saying he's basically a crazy, well, a genius <laughs> because of his. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know, but I mean, I, I can relate with the, yeah, yeah. Needing the, the obsessed needing scribbling. To... Yes. So we were we were in CR's basement. We had lots of scribbles and really praying about and you know just mm-hmm. seeking like what does God want us to focus on? Like what are the things that He wants us to do? And I think that uh, at the core of these three things, you know, pursuing Christ, communing with believers, influencing unbelievers, uh, you can make an argument that that's the Great Commission and the Great Commandment between those two. Yeah. Um, you know, loving God loving others, going, making disciples. I mean, I would hope our mission isn't something other than <laughs> right. connected to the Great Commission and the Great Commandment. But Yeah. yeah. Right. It's It seems almost simplified, yeah. or too simplified in a way, but uh, and I think this is the beauty of, you know, Press Church. We all have different expressions of what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And so even us saying, you know, we want to make a difference in this community, how do we qualify that? How do we qualify we want to make it? Because there's a lot of people who say, well, all right, well, we want to set up a lemonade stand and give away lemonade to the neighbors. Like, that's making a difference. Would we do that? Yeah, I think we're looking for maximum impact. I mean, I, I would just, <laughs> You're like, in a lemonade uh, stand, probably like wouldn't twitching. do that. <laughs> um, 
So, yes, there's lots of things you can so do. But that's so nice. We're both, loving our neighbors, CR. <laughs> right. Both positively or <laughs> negatively to impact right. the community, right? Right, right? I mean, there's some pretty negative things you can do to impact the community. Yeah. Um, and we would, of course, wouldn't be engaging in uh, no. loving God or others by right. doing those things, right? So, uh, so that's kind of the determiner of whatever efforts mm. that we do. But the fact that we believe in doing something— mm. You know, doing something, and how do you do it? Through loving God and loving others, right? Mm -hmm. So that's how we are looking to make a difference in this community. Now, how that expression might actually uh, come to life would be, you know, it it could be a number of different ways. You know, um, we do collect items, and we Mm -hmm. work with the free store, and we Mm -hmm. have the outreach center, and we've given away thousands of meals and, you know, raised Mm -hmm. money for things like this last Sunday with the— Turning point. Turning, turning point, point yeah, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we do a lot of those things in order to help make a difference in the community, right. you know? Right. Uh, yeah. It is funny. I'm processing this now, which is probably kind of late, but uh, <laughs> Jesus never said to make a difference like that. I was trying. I was running through Scripture trying to right. remember a time where Jesus said, go make a difference. Mm. He said, love God. Love we others, right. scrap, serve, yeah, scrap that. You know, well, but I mean, it's it's not that he said he didn't say no, don't right. make a difference, right. but yes. but I mean that wasn't the way Jesus expressed the right. mission of the church. Yes, right. It uh, yeah. That's, I don't mean to cut you no, off. No, you're good. Go I've for got, it. Go for it. I've, I have thoughts about this, I'm, um, <laughs> and I'm just wait, bringing them out. Wait, CR has. I know. I know. I know it's shocking <laughs> that I would have thoughts about. It. So the the way that Jesus portrayed things it, it comes from a very Eastern, obviously Middle Eastern, yeah. uh, concept. And whoa, whoa, whoa! Jesus was Middle Eastern. I know that's shocking for people. <laughs> we did uh, talk about the manger of white right? baby Jesus with the blue eyes and the blonde hair. However, he was uh, Middle Eastern, um, and and that uh, we have a very Western approach to things. Even this uh, triad of right. yeah. pursue, influence, and commune is yeah. a very Western approach, right? Mm-hmm. We're we're formulaic. We like uh, things that can be uh, like mottos that can be translated mm-hmm. and passed on and right. done in group collectives. Yeah. It's a th- these types of structures and strategy are very Western, right? Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. People try to villainize that, and there's nothing right, wrong right, with right. that. That's the way that we do things. Uh, but it, it, and, and we've done that with make make a difference in this community. Right. We want to make a difference. Well, who's really making a difference? God's making a difference. How is right. he doing it? He's using through us. us. Right. Yeah, so the right. way that we might actually write that would be, we want to be the vessels through which God <laughs> makes a difference in this community, right? Yes. Yes. That's essentially it, right. but yeah. it, it makes it much more easy to put on a wall right. if it's we want to make right. a difference in this community right true <laughs> anyway <laughs> yeah i mean if I'm you done. go i mean think your point about the systems in the western and the, you know if you read the book of proverbs which is very middle eastern you know mm-hmm. three things that god abhors four things that god can't stand. wait is it three or is it four like our yeah. western minds are all about no that there's three things we do this right right, right. but this said there's three no four no well, they don't think like that. Right. <laughs> That's just not the, the worldview or the way, the lens through which right. they, they, the know, culture. Yeah. Right. They, and, yeah. And so for us to come up with this is very Western. But like you said, that, that's not bad. Mm-mm. That's just us working within the mindsets, the cultures, the culture that we, right. you know, that we swim in. Right. And so if that's, if, if we're saying we want to, we want to make a difference mm-hmm. and, and the thing that will inform the way we make a difference, right, Our, that will shape it. Right. Is we will make a difference as we 
pursue intimacy with God, right. commune with believers, and then influence unbelievers. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's pretty much what we're saying, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's, yeah, it's it's a lens for us when, when we think about, all right, what are we going to value as a church? What are we going to do as a church? All right, how does it stack up to this? Yeah. Um, you know, are we first seeking God? You know, are right. we are we doing what we can? Because at the end of the day, you know, we can have good ideas. We can have uh, plans. We can have all this stuff. I mean, heck, part of us talking about the past, like it's amazing to see where we're at now. Mm-hmm. Two years later, less than two years later, mm-hmm. to be sitting here doing this video in a building like after you know in a pandemic like it's absurd and it's it's humbling i've said that before it's very humbling to know that of all the plans that we've had of all the things that we've tried to strategize and put together at the end of the day like we're just doing our best to do what god wants us to do Mm -hmm. and and we've seen the futility of our efforts at times and so if god's not i mean we've said that before it's like if god doesn't bring certain things or if god doesn't provide Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not going to happen, and right. so I think that's yeah. If God's not in this, it'll never work. Right. Yeah. And so f- for me, I mean, this is I see almost like the starting point. You know, pursuing God. It's like that's that's how we have any idea of of what we're supposed to do moving forward. Um, and I mean, yeah, we could do it our own power, but really being obedient to what God wants us to do. Uh, what would you say with influencing non-believers let's put a little meat to that like what what do you feel is the the way in which we do that beat them over the head with our bible (laughs) (laughs) i did say abuse oh oh, i mean that would influence them (laughs) we should put a little caveat do not not. hit Well, okay, so, and I say that because, you know, I live up in Delaware and drive through downtown a lot in Ohio Wesleyan's campus, you know, drive through there, and I remember multiple, you know, about once or twice a year, okay, there's there's a section where the campus is on both sides of Sandusky Street, and there's the crosswalk there, they call it the jaywalk, you know, know. Um, there's about once or twice a year a group of Bible-thumping Christians come mm. and they stand there with signs about you know how abortion kills yeah, babies yeah. and something anti-gay usually right and then they're standing there trying to witness to students who have to cross there it's kind of like a bottleneck of right. you know where they and I, I remember at least the last two years that they've been there I would park and go stand and engage them in conversation for two reasons one what in the world are you doing you idiots but I didn't say that but that's but and also I figured right. if I had them talking somewhere the kids could finally get by and not have to deal with them. Right, right. let me distract them but but they were basically Bible thumping right they they were they were in trying to influence unbelievers by pointing out all these terrible things about them right mm-hmm. I don't think it was effective right um, but that's why I say, you know, influence unbelievers. There are lots of ways we could do it. Right. The question is, are we choosing ways that actually connects right. with people who don't yet agree with us? Right. And that's the hard part. Mm-hmm. How do you have conversations with people who don't come into the conversation at the same place in their belief system, in their yeah. worldview, yeah. and and have influence on them without necessarily having power? Right. <clears throat> I think a lot of this comes down to the individual person. I think this is the the tough thing with, with church. And we've talked about this a little bit. What is the point of church? And our society, uh, Sunday mornings have become very 
evangelistic in nature. They are that you could say, you know, seeker sensitive or you know they seeker driven. Seeker driven, yeah. yeah. Um, but at the core of it, if all of us aren't finding ways to um, be in the lives of people around us, it doesn't really matter on Sunday. They're not going to come. You know what I mean? Right. Like it, it requires us being in the lives of people. And I think we miss that sometimes. We get so surrounded yeah. by people that, oh, I'm just going to – and that's why we say, you know, we want to commune with believers. We want to be together as believers. But at the same time, like be in your area. Be in your neighborhood. Be mm-hmm. at – like have a, a conversation with somebody that thinks differently than you or uh, – I mean most – most research has shown that after a person's been a Christian for five years, they don't know any non-Christians. Wow. I mean, you know, they, their sphere of influence wow. becomes all, they just are always with Christians. Hmm. And so that influence with unbelievers, mm-hmm. if you aren't connected to any, you, right. I mean, other than right. proclaiming something from, you know, right, on right. Facebook, making posts, oh, I'll post this verse, yeah. that'll influence unbelievers. You they've they've stopped following you long ago. Oh, They're yeah. not going to see you. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and that's the hard part, though, is you have to be intentional about that. Yeah. You know, you have to make sure that you work into the rhythm of your life an opportunity to engage with people who maybe don't go to church, right. which is becoming easier because less and less people are going to church. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that. I mean, I know I, I always encourage people, hey, play in the soccer leagues with, you know, have your kids yeah. play in those things or oh, you absolutely. go – play in the intramural, I mean, you play volleyball, mm-hmm. you know, on Sunday evenings oh, yeah. and yeah. go be part of that yeah. because if you don't, you're just stuck in your little echo chamber. Yeah. The problem is if your kids are in soccer leagues these days, you're well. not going to be at church. <laughs> so, so, well, and, and that's where you have to make those decisions of, am I spending so much trying time with this influence on believers section that I never pursue intimacy with God or commune with yeah. believers you know well and is there point of being in those spaces to actually right. influence right or because that, you want to yeah. see your kid be a college athlete or right hope that they're gonna yeah <laughs> get the, be the few percent that actually does something after high school right and that that's tough yeah. though i mean and the other side of that is wherever i do find myself am i willing to see it as a mission field yeah you know, am I, am I willing to say, hey, you know what, my kids are in sports. You know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, basically walk with Jesus in the midst of this soccer tournament, or mm-hmm. you know, I mean, whatever it is where I just, I'm gonna see this as a chance to show unbelievers what God's love is really like, even if it's very passive. It doesn't have to be. Right. I just want to tell you, but you know, right, 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 right. It, it just is my life demonstrating that in mm-hmm. a way that eh, maybe they'll pay attention because it, yeah. it's different and. A good different. Right. Well, and I think, you know, there's this this thought of needing to make it really quick. Um, you know, you've got, uh, oh, what's that guy's name? Uh, 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 Francis. Eugene Peterson. Oh. Uh, long, long obedience in the same direction. Like oh, a lot yeah. of the stuff, it's like, it's a consistency of being in the lives of, of people. Yes. And, and a consistency in showing... Uh, and I think that's the other thing. It's like I've known relationships that where it's taken longer to get to a point where I'm actually talking about my faith or oh, talking yeah. about um, where other times it comes quicker. And I think we, we try to put these rules on it, like, oh, it's supposed to 
Right. Look well, just we see like it this all or, as transactional too. Again, that Western thing. We want to have three yeah. little bullet points yeah, and, right. and do it in this order and <laughs> be nice and neat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. What do you guys feel like is the most difficult of these two? Engage in. You know what? They're to me they're more difficult at different times of my life. I can't say that one's always more difficult. You know, pursuing intimacy with God has been difficult at times in my life. Communing with believers has been difficult <laughs> at times in my. Now it's been great right. at other times. I don't mean like right. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Oh, but absolutely. that's I, it's really seasons. You know, as as to when one is more difficult than the other, um, and I wonder. At part of what I'm processing now internally is. In those seasons, what am I learning? What is God teaching me? When, mm. when it's difficult to have influence with unbelievers because of a particular season in life, what am I gaining from that? What am I learning? Am I learning stuff about myself? Why, 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 does, why, are there no, why is there no one out there who's not a believer who will listen to me? Mm. What am I doing that's turning a bunch of people <laughs> you know, to <laughs> shut their ears off? But, you know, but right. I mean, am I going to be reflective in that? Um, and you know, in seasons where intimacy with God was a, it was just difficult. It was a you know a spiritually dry time. Was, mm. You know, but yeah, those yeah, yeah. those type. What, what am I learning in that? Mm. Uh, that's kind of the way. So, but that takes time to step back and reflect. Right. And and the nice thing about this gives me a framework mm. to step back and reflect in those areas of my life. Right. Where 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 is where are things happening? Where aren't they? What am I learning? You know, that's why I like. Gonna say this out loud. That's why I like hanging out with you guys, <laughs> because it gives me a chance Jason to. Loves us. I know, I do. But <laughs> it gives me a chance to reflect on that. I mean, I, influence with unbelievers. I mean, I know Cr has influence with unbelievers because I've I've just seen it. He speaks that language in ways I don't. I learn a lot from that. Right. I learn a lot from you right. and watching how you. You know. So. Right. I, that to me is what this becomes a, a grid through which mm-hmm. I learn ways and and understand what's going on Mm -hmm. i think really this entire thing it it, this is a tough subject i really haven't been talking a whole lot because a lot of it it, it, i i struggle between i'm bored with this (laughs) and there's it's so much deeper of an issue Hmm. and so okay, so we have this three prong approach it's good we need right we need nothing wrong with that right and we uh, we have stated that it basically points to the Great Commandment and the Great Commission. Right. Okay, we got that. But I do think if we're trying to talk with people, I don't even know who is still tuned in at this point. Like, if you're still listening I fell to asleep us, a minute ago. Wh- why are you listening to us? I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. genuinely yeah. interested in why would someone tune in and listen to us talk about this for a half hour? They already know this stuff. Do they want to know why we do it with press? Do they want to see where our philosophy comes from or kind of figure out what? Maybe, you know, which is a good reason for you to kind of uh, send us an email or text <laughs> and let us know what you like or don't like or whatever, yes, right? Let us know. But I think my biggest issue with this is that it it can allow – anytime you bring in the whole proselytizing evangelism type thing, and, and those two things are not necessarily tied together. But the problem is right. they do get tied together mm-hmm. right. because it's an us and them mentality. Yes, mm. It's an us and them. And that's my biggest issue with any of this. There's a danger in going into this us and them space. 
And the bottom line is a lot of times in the Christian faith or those that call themselves Christians, we're not really that deeply challenging each other enough about what what we're doing with that. There's this, always this sense of like, there's these other people, the others, they're the ones that need Jesus, right? Yeah. It's like, no, we need Jesus. It's, and guess what? We're not doing a very good job. It's lost. Yeah. It's yeah. lost. Yeah. yeah. Episodes, it's, it's, have you ever watched Lost? It's the, <laughs> you got all the, the, the plane crash. You got all the people on the beach and they're worried about the others. Is, yeah. Weren't they called the others? I don't know. I, I did. Yeah, that's They were, and, and meanwhile, there's like, they're killing each other, <laughs> right, right. and they're hating each other, and they've got little sex of people that are... Yeah. Yes. I don't know why. I just I went to that analogy right away. But, so, I mean, I, I do yeah. wonder, you know, if, if people are listening to this, what would be the takeaway, and, like, what would they get out of this? And I think the point here is that at Press, we do have a real passion for making a difference in this community. How do we want to do it? We want to do it by truly embracing the Great Commission, mm-hmm. Right. And the great commandment. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's going to be ugly and it's going to be messy. And we're wrestling through a lot of these things. And right. Jason, earlier you talked about beating people over the head with a Bible. Okay, right? You don't mean literally, although I'm sure there are people who would literally beat someone <clears throat> over the head with a Bible. But what it is is taking scriptures out of context and then going after people who are the other and trying to make them feel guilty or bad and mm-hmm. convince them to come onto your side yeah. right. with that type of, you know, approach. And it, it doesn't win. It's not a right. good it's not a good strategy. It isn't going to work. Right. And uh, unfortunately, that it, it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, what do we say to something like that? I think right. that's the thing. At Press, we want to go, hey, we understand there is a biblical way to live. Right? right? There is a different way to live. But wouldn't it be more influential with other people if you actually lived that way out yourself? <laughs> Instead of telling them <laughs> all the ways they aren't doing right. it? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, conversations like this, like, I absolutely believe in our, our, our little triad that we right, have right, and right. Our, our, our arrow that mm-hmm. is the pursue, influence, and commune. Yes, definitely. How are we going to engage that and actually get people to embrace it and, and, and express that to others, right. you know? Yeah. And this is what I love about, I mean, just this group. I feel like we, what you said there about this, we talk through everything with that same lens. Like, yeah. I feel like we don't just go through the motions. It's like, how? All right, let's be honest. What does this really mean? Yeah. You know, I, I said that on Sunday. I was I got to close to the end of the message. I'm like, who cares? Who cares about these three points? Like, do you actually believe it? Is it actually going to change your life? Are you going to do anything different? Right. Maybe, maybe not. All right, well, you got a little message and you got a couple things to think about. And at the end of the day, like, what does it matter? You know, and right. are, do we care? Do we care enough to say, you know what? I want to know God more. I'm right. going to, I'm going to pursue more. You know what? I, I need a Christian people around me that are going to challenge me in my faith or encourage mm-hmm. me or be there when I go through a difficult time. And I also want to see other people know Jesus right? because uh, I believe it's something beneficial to me and something that I believe in. And, and But it, it takes... Uh, yeah, I would say... So we're getting ready to go into a series throughout the summer, uh, actually three series, which is going to deal with this. And I think that... 
Um, we have been, and it's a part of our thing. In fact, our vision is to help people embrace our identity in Christ, right? And we say you matter all the time, mm-hmm. right? So those things are tied together. And I don't feel like you can embrace this without first understanding how much God loves you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You cannot express love to other people unless you know that you are fully loved. And that's the thing we struggle with. I mean, if, uh, being completely transparent, that's the thing I struggle with the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, truly believing God loves me. Okay, intellectually, I can get there. I can travel. You know, I can put it on paper. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, right. You know, but embracing the fact that God loves me. Mm-hmm. I matter because he says He that I matter. Mm-hmm. And then, well, if that's true, and if I've truly embraced that, wouldn't that Right. Cause me to yeah. uh, act a little differently towards others, right. you know, right. that type of thing. And then I'd want to help them understand that they're loved. Right. And I think that's that's the thing when you're talking about these people who are over there right. beating right. 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 other people over the head with the Bible. Like, are they really letting people know that they're loved? Right. No. No. You know, and why, why do we struggle the with We that? don't love you because you do this. And until yeah, you change and you're it. not loved. And yeah. until you change you it, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You can't shame God or shame people into the kingdom. Yeah, it just it won't last. Uh, yeah, you got to love them. Yeah. Sorry, I got ranty there. No, it's good. I was we like, were wondering. I was like, just I'm taking it in, and that's then how, that's how we do. Got all ranty. We probably ought to bring it in for a landing, though. It's been a while. How long have we been going? Like 25 plus minutes. Really? Okay. Yeah. We don't even have anything good to eat or show people today. I know. I know. <laughs> We're losers. No cool pictures of Jason looking like a televangelist or see our plane is I, I, I mandolin. Yeah. Banjo. I play mandolin too. But well, yeah. That's you. Yeah. Is there an instrument you don't play? I'm not good brass at brass instruments. I'm not really good at anything. But yeah, <laughs> anything anything that you use your mouth. <laughs> not not I mean, I can make a noise. I make a terrible noise. I got video of my grandson. I gave him a harmonica for Christmas. Oh yeah. And a, <laughs> Were you trying to torture Easter. your daughter? <laughs> yes. Yes, yes I was. And uh, he was playing it the other day. Uh, I got a video of him playing his harmonica. It's funny. Literally, just yesterday, my uh, Jude got out my dad's old harmonica, See? and he was yeah, he was playing it. See? We were like, okay, that's enough, Jude. <laughs> oh, he he wasn't very loud. It was fine. <laughs> he was entertained for a little bit. But. Yes, yes. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, get a little peek into just why we do some of the things we do, and uh, yeah, just hopefully it's encouraging to you and something to think about and how you are pursuing your relationship with Jesus. And so. Uh, If you have questions, like we've always said, let us know. Info at PressChurch.tv. We'd love to tackle any questions you may have for us or anything that you would need. Uh, Other than that, please join us Sunday, 1030 a.m. here at the Powell campus or online through YouTube. Make sure to like and subscribe, and we will see you next week. Take care.